Hi there, it's Tanya Stokes and welcome to my podcast. Yeah, this is where I come to, you know, talk about the things that interest me and the things I think you would like to hear about. So today, um, I just want to chat with you for a little bit. I had um, a great weekend, a pretty exciting weekend, and uh, had an opportunity to reconnect with some interesting people and um, pretty much hang out with family. It was like a family reunion and uh, a class reunion, if you will. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, I said a couple of months ago that whenever I have an idea, a thought, a feeling, um, I was going to open this microphone and share it with you. So that's basically what I'm doing now. And a friend of mine was telling me about uh, something great that happened to him and how he could have never, he could have never managed this thing 20 years ago because he knew that in his heart he was not ready he knew that he was not mature enough to handle the blessing and he walked me through the steps of how his blessing came to be and i was absolutely amazed like everything lined up perfectly he could not have written a better story So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. What is it that you've been asking for, yearning for, begging for, bruising up your knees and looking to the heavens for, and you still haven't received it? What is that thing? Because I can almost promise you, if you are ready for it, you will get it. Or as the Bible will say, it will come to pass. So what is that thing? You know, so many times we we spend a lot of time in the presence of God, asking God for stuff that he has given us power over. He has given us the ability to manifest things. So some of these hopes and dreams that you are looking for, God has given you dominion over a lot of that stuff. We ask God for stuff like a car. Why? You could do that yourself. A little discipline, you could do that yourself. A house, yourself. I'm not saying you shouldn't go to God because you should take everything to God. But some of that stuff, you have the ability to do yourself. Major things you could take to God, like like illnesses and sickness and disease. But God still needs us, right? Anything you go to God with, even the car, even a healing, even a house, even a sickness, like he still needs you. It is the God in you that helps these things come to pass. It's not one or the other. And I heard a preacher preach this um, where he said, many of us are waiting for the God in the sky to come down and save us. And he is not going to do that because you are a spirit as well. And God needs your help. He needs us to do things on earth, which is the truth. My pastor always talks about it. You are the hand and the feet of God. He cannot do it without your help. 
Now he is omniscient, he's omnipresent, he's all of that, but he still needs us to do the work. He has the power and he needs us to do the work. So for the person who is saying, oh my God, I've been praying to God and and women tend to do this a lot. I've been praying to God, asking God if this man, this right man, this man, this man, if you're doing all that praying for this man, he is not the man. He's not. Why do you have to keep asking God about him? Just like the friend I was telling you about earlier, like everything just lined up. It could not have been, (laughs) it couldn't have been easier. It couldn't have been more perfect. Everything just lined up. Why? Because his heart and his mind was right. His energy was right. But it's the energy, not the energy. Now your energy has got to be right too. Nobody wants to be around someone with bad energy, right? So you see them, they walk into the room. Oh my God. Like the energy is horrible. It's like you could, it's freezing. But when you meet someone with great energy, you can't wait to see them again. You can't wait to talk to that person again. You can't wait to receive a text message or email from that person again, because the energy was great and the energy was just what you needed. But you also have to be careful with that because a lot of us, entertain people who are really just in our lives for our energy, for our mind, for our problem-solving abilities. So if you are ever in a situation, those people cannot help you because they rely on you. But I don't want to go too far off topic. Um, That energy that I'm talking about is not the E-N-E-R-G-Y, it's the I-N-N-E-R small g. It's the inner G. It's the God within you. Yes, God lives in you. It's the God in you that you need to tap into to make these things happen. So you're sitting here asking God to come down and show me, Lord, show me, Lord. And God is saying, girl, what is your problem? You don't remember my spirit dwells in you. The small G, the Bible talks about the spirit man. It's the small G within you that will help you manifest the things that you want. But you have first got to be clear. You got to be clear about what you want. You have to write it down. The Bible talks about writing the vision and making it plain. Got to be clear about about what you want. You got to write it down. And then you got to start moving as if you already have those things. You know what I mean? You got to start getting into those circles and into those meetings as if you already have the things that you were asking for. And once you are presenting yourself as if you have it and you deserve it and you know how to manage it, the thing will come. Let's talk about women and relationships. And everybody's praying to God for that man. Like, I just want, oh my gosh, Tanya, I could just feel it. And God forbid, when they meet a guy, be it online, in person or whatever, they are planning the wedding. It is the funniest thing. You have to make sure that you're ready for what you're asking for. Everything has to line up. Is your house clean? 
Are you still communicating with your exes? Do you present yourself as a wife, a girlfriend, a partner? How are you showing up? Because once you check all those boxes, you'll be walking down the street one day and the man will appear. You'll be at work one day and the man will appear. You'll be at home one day and get a knock at the door. The man will appear just like that. And then one day you'll stop and think, oh my God, this guy is everything I was asking God for. Once you are in alignment and you pull it together, then he shall appear. It's the same thing with work. Once you start showing up, you get to work early or on time, you dress the part, you, prop, you take these classes uh, that you need to have this position, and you show yourself as a great team leader, and not only that, an even better follower. The promotion with the income will appear. Now let's talk about Tanya, the hairstylist. I have a certain, and I talked about this in another podcast called The Ideal Client. And in that episode, I talked about how I know the demographic and the psychographic of my clients. And I've always managed to manifest the type of clientele that I want to have. Even if I get one that does not fit the mold, Two things will happen, and this is a good example that um, I read a while ago. Two things happen when you walk with someone. I'll use my dog, Jax, for example. When I walk with Jax, one of two things will happen. I'm going to match his pace or he's going to match my pace. More often than not, because I am the leader, the commander, the heavy, <laughs> He has to slow down to match my pace. But it's the same thing in every area of your life. When I meet clients that aren't particularly a part of the demographic or the psychographic of my ideal client, one of two things happen. That person will eventually match my pace, meaning my way of doing business, my way of um, handling herself within my salon, or I'm going to change and match her way. And that's not going to happen because the standard in the mission has already been set up in my business. So if I say, you know, don't talk on the speakerphone, put your bags here, show up on time, don't bring a guest with you. You have to match that and follow those rules or I'm not the stylist for you. In a relationship, that guy has to match that girl or somebody's gonna change. Either some of his dreams will die to match hers because he just wants to be with her that badly or vice versa. When you're not in full alignment with one another, something has to change. Someone has to change. So while you're out here praying to God, manifesting this job and this relationship and this house and this car, Ask yourself, am I ready for it? Can I afford premium gas? 
Do I keep the car that I currently have clean? Am I managing the house that I have now? Am I managing relationships that I have now? Am I a good leader? Am I a great follower? Ask yourself these things because until you change, nothing will change. No new creature is coming into an old body in old ways with horrible energy. Nobody's going to send great energy to a filthy person. Clean up who you are. Take a full account of what's going on with you now. Whatever it is you are asking for, write it down and then look at where you are now and say, am I ready for this? If this came into my life right now, will I then have to change? Because that's the problem. Change now to receive it. Can you imagine if someone was building a house on, um, we'll say, a rocky ground? You put a, a nice smooth foundation on land that hasn't been prepped for the house. So once you spread the concrete on that bumpy ground because it hadn't been prepped, what do you think is going to happen? The foundation is going to crack. You could still build a house, right? <laughs> but then the house is going to fall apart. It's the same thing we do in life. Get your act together. Then when the thing that you've been asking for comes, you don't have to readjust. You don't have to reset. For the corporate person right now, and I'm hard on corporate people, you know that I said that in another podcast. I said that because corporate people can be hard on entrepreneurs. Trust me, the majority of my clientele are corporate people. But what they don't know is that I was once a corporate person as well. So when you look at the way I manage my salon, it's corporate-ish because I've been there. And it was some of the rules of corporate that I did not like. So the ones that I liked, I brought with me. And the ones that I didn't like, I didn't bring with me. I am a true leader, full manager. I could manage the heck out of people. I just don't enjoy it. I could lead the heck out of people. <laughs> I just didn't sign up for it. But guess what I am? I'm an even better follower. And even with some of my current and new clients, it's the little things that I pay attention to. Like when you come in, I have a place for your belongings. And even though I say to some people, put your belongings here, have a seat in my chair, I'll be right with you. But there's always one or two that wouldn't do it. They'll put their purse on a chair. They'll take their jacket and put it around a chair. And I don't say anything. I just undo everything they did. I'll go to the chair, remove their jacket, hang it up where it needs to go. I'll take their purse off of a chair and put it in the cubby where it belongs. And the only reason I'm doing that is so you don't have to be burdened down with your stuff. Like bag lady, you know, Erica Badu talks about bag lady, you're going to hurt your back. 
dragging all them bags like that. But she's talking about all this stuff that we bring into the into the future and the present that happened in the past, right? But it's the same concept. I have provided a place for you to lay down the load, but yet still either you insist on carrying it with you, even though my space, you could see, you could see all your things from one area in my space. One area in my salon, you could see, I don't care where I seat you in my salon, you have eyes on your belongings. But some people, it's not about, oh, I just don't want to put my things over there because I don't trust you. And some people have trust issues, but a lot of it is just, I don't want to do that. So when I'm done providing the service, I'll show them where their things are, or I'll give it to them and say, you know, maybe next time when you come, maybe just bring your wallet or prepay, put your, your, your purse and stuff in your trunk and pre, because first of all, it leaves the place junky and messy. And I did not give you dominion over my salon. I have dominion over my salon. I didn't give you that. I gave you a place to be serviced. And then when you leave here, you can go home and be messy or you can go to your car and be messy, but you're not going to be messy here. And you're not going to change the rules here. See, if I don't follow the standards that I've set up for my business, God is not going to bless me with more business. If I don't manage my clients well, God is not going to bless me with more clients. So when I go to him, I'm ready to receive it and I'm ready to manage it because I understand the power that I have within me. And as Miles Monroe pointed out the other day, you know, there, God cannot create his miracles on earth without you. He can't do it without me. So we work together. There's something he wants to do. He needs someone in human form to do it. So when the young man told me, this is what happened to him, that would not have happened to him without the help of man. It would not have happened to him if he was not ready for it, if he didn't set himself up for it if he didn't flatten the ground for it, if he didn't leave himself open, if he wasn't ready to receive. I'm telling you, I can't give you any more analogies than I can't give you a better one than if you build a house on undeveloped land, that smooth concrete will go on smooth at first. You can put all the walls up, paint the house, the shutters, the shingles, give the person the key, but that foundation will crack because the land was undeveloped and it wasn't ready to receive what was placed on it. Your business will fail when you fake it. So for the corporate people who just refuse to follow rules, and decide that, you know, I'm a manager at work. This girl's not going to tell me X, Y, Z. Yes, she will. Or this will be your last visit. But I think you're nice. I think you're interesting. And you wear nice shoes and clothes. 
but I did not give you dominion over this. I like, uh, I think his name is Dr. Myron. And Dr. Myron is a business guru and everything he preaches are Bible principles. So I started following Dr. Myron and I was like, oh my God, you are absolutely right. Every single thing you could think of within a business that you need to do to be successful is written in the Bible. Don't take my word for it. I want you to read it. So I hope I've shed some light that you need to tap into the energy. People talk about, oh, that person's energy wasn't good, positive vibes only. I'm not going to speak on that now because uh, that's that's a part of what we call toxic positivity. Um, and that's not what this is about. But when you talk about energy, having good energy, making sure you are in the right place and you are giving off great energy and you are ready to receive and you are attracting great energy. That's different. I'm talking about the I-N-N-E-R-G, the energy. Tap into the inner God. Tap into the God in you. And once you have a full understanding of the God in you, your entire life will change. If you're not careful and you don't know who you are and you don't know who resides in you, you don't know who gave you power, you don't know who gave you the power of manifestation and understanding, people will come to you and say things that you know is not Bible. Even ministers, you tap into that energy and everything that you want will start falling into place because you're ready to receive it. And once you receive it, you have to make sure you're a good steward over it. Um, it's Tuesday, October 26th. Um, I'm Tanya Stokes. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Always remember that if you feel you have something you want to add to the podcast, feel free to um, give me a call at 704-756-2752 or send me an email at info at tanyastokes.com. That's I-N-F-O at tanyastokes.com. I love you and I mean it, but I got to get out of here and go make some money, like for real. Got to go sell some houses and crack some heads open. <laughs> I'm Tanya Stokes. I love you. And thank you for tuning into the Tanya Stokes podcast. We'll talk soon. Bye.